the week 17 NFL DFS show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That is sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by our mini helmet contest. The SGP mini helmets are now in the store, and we're giving one away for free. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash helmet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash helmet. We're also brought to you by our College Football Playoff Props Contest. $200 gift card to the winner, exclusively on the SGPN app. Welcome to the NFL Week 17 DFS show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I'm Bo McBrayer, Fox to you as always, alongside Nimble with Numbers himself, Scott Simpson. We are running in fuego right now. The four horsemen of the GPP Bang Bros, whatever you want to call us. The SGP DFS crew between you and me are blazing hot. Like, how many people predicted Isaiah Hodgins to be a top 10 wide receiver last week? I believe it was just me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you were on to that. And then, week before, I think I called Cleveland's defense and they were dead nuts. So, nuts. Yeah. Dead Big nuts. nuts. You're always looking for the nuts. Big. That's the thing. Hodgins yeah. was the nuts because he was 4,300. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, and he was wide receiver seven. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that, no, so that nice. was good. And yeah, I hope that Devonte Smith last week. Devonte Smith, the slim reaper. First half, Why he was the Second half, he was the he was the man. Oh, he was unstoppable. Yeah, ridiculous. Minshew mania taking over Philadelphia right now. It just it was a matter of time. It was a matter of time before that offense got rolling against a defense that was depleted with injuries. The same defense right now that's. Taking it to poor Joshua Dobbs, uh, very smart quarterback, but maybe not the most physically gifted. And he was just signed to the Titans eight days ago. Mm, that's not fair. That's kind of not fair to him. Yeah. No, he just so. got strip sacked by uh, Dante Fowler. I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, that was not good for me. I'm playing against the Dallas Cowboys defense in my championship <laughs> game. But I, I digress. We've got 13 games to Woo, get to for week 17. Yeah, and and unlike the, the the Tennessee Titans, we're not sitting our guys this week. We're going to be playing our guys. And and Bo made a good point off air before we started because there's 13 games on the slate. Chalk not really that big of an issue. I mean, you're just going to have yeah. a bunch of diversification. Pick the best players. Yeah, picking the, player. the right players. That's going to be the most important thing. So uh, we got some games with high totals, low totals. So the highest total is going to be 52. We're going to get into that game first. The lowest total looking at the board is around 40. So, you know, we're, we're at a 12-point difference. I think that, that some of those games will go even under that. But let's talk about this first game. Chicago visiting Detroit. Detroit, uh, home, six-point favorites. It's 52 is the total. Uh, this is an opportunity to Fireworks. shoot out. What do you think about that? Fireworks. Fireworks. These two teams faced each other in the middle of the season. In Chicago, it was bad weather, and it was a 31-30 to 30 game. That's a 61 total. Now it's at Ford Field. Neither defense is very good. Both offenses are running pretty good for for the Chicago Bears. Surprisingly, score plenty of points. They just can't stop anybody, and that's why they keep losing games. Detroit Lions, tough loss against Carolina last week. They got run all over. Uh, their run defense up until that point had looked great, but apparently split zone run concepts with physicality, a lot like what the Bears run, is what we're going to see against the Lions again because they gave up 350 rushing yards to the mm. Panthers last week. Mm. That's not good. And that's back to what we saw earlier in the season from the Detroit Lions is not being able to stop anybody. So this yeah. game's going to shoot. So here's the question. Are you leaning more uh, – because last time Justin Fields, he set uh, the record, 147 yards r- rushing. Are we leaning more Fields getting those rushes or is, is Monty and the over in his rushing total kind of looking like the push? Because uh, – we saw last week, like you said, a thousand rushing yards, sixty nine hundred rushing yards uh, against this Detroit Lions defense. I think it's a it's a good bet to bet all the rushing overs for Chicago because they're that type of team. They're not going to really throw the ball as much as 
any other team in the league, maybe besides Atlanta. They really do. They run the ball well. They run the ball well enough to where you can confidently say that Justin Fields is going to have at least 80 rushing yards. You can mm-hmm. confidently say uh, Montgomery is going to have 60, 65 rushing yards. Khalil Herbert, big play guy. He just came back from his hip injury, got eased in against the Bills. Didn't really have any room to run against that tough defense. He gets the Lions. I think that if you're looking for a cash play, you go Monty. If you're looking for that big GPP buster, the min price on Khalil Herbert stacked with Justin Fields, maybe a Cole Komet in there. I like the I like the Khalil Herbert-Justin Fields dichotomy there. That stack is going to be one of my favorites this week and running it back with one of the Lions receivers that are going to have a big game on the other side. Yeah, I was going to say uh, DJ Shark at 4,300. I could see him going for Steel. That is over 100, 100 with a tutty and uh, being yeah. being the Hodgins of this week for sure. I, I, I like Shark a lot. I mean, I'm on Ross St. Brown. He's a target hog. He's a vacuum. You know he's going to get 3,500 more than Shark. Yeah, a lot more expensive. I think you're, you're targeting. I mean, and then tight end-wise, I mean, goodness gracious, uh, I told you last week, who's it going to be? Is it going to be James Mitchell? It's going to be. We didn't Brock know who Wright. it was going to be. We just no. knew it wasn't going to be Brock Wright because they never repeat. Right. Right. So <laughs> now it'll be James Mitchell. So now we know it's going to be Mitchell. No. Um, yes. But you, you saw there is tight end uh, targets to be had only in the end zone, uh, apparently. Yes. But um, yeah, you won't get any volume from them. But no. one of them it will score miss. at least one touchdown. And you don't know which of the three it's going to be. Yeah, And that's the tricky part, but there's enough good wide receivers for Jared Goff, who's having an amazing season. I saw James Dolan today talking about how there's going to be a ton of winning championship fantasy teams with Jared Goff as their quarterback. I'm one of them. Yeah. I mean, Jared Goff has had a spectacular season. I predicted it this preseason. He he was a buy low candidate for dynasty league. Uh, He's just too talented. He was number one overall pick for a reason. He got muddled up in some bad years by on bad teams, once with Jeff Fisher and another time with Sean McVay, and he got cast away. And Detroit said, hey, he's 27. He's only 27, guys. Yeah. And we have all these great young wide receivers. We don't have to pay this guy a lot of money. Instead of drafting a rookie where we have a three-, four-year window before we have to pay them, we don't have to pay this guy very much at all. It's a smart and we can, we can keep him longer. We can develop talent around him look at all the talent they have around this guy so and question about you can do all of them would you play deandre swift or jamal williams 5300 5k flat for jamal williams i feel like deandre is the upside jamal's more the cash play am i right on that i don't like really either one of them i think there's other running backs in the same price range that i'd rather have on this slate but I mean, give me Swift, of, of course. But Jamal's just due. He's overdue for a He's touchdown. He's super game. overdue. Yeah. So but I mean, that, as far as yeah, overdue for a win bet promo. Win bet is the official official online sports book of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Win bet is active in a bunch of states, and there are tons of ways to win, including live betting and same game parlays. Reduced juice on sides and totals for all bowl games day of. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, win $100. Limited to state availability. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. SGP Mini Helmet Contest and College Playoff Prop Contest. Don't forget to enter the SGP Mini Helmet Contest. From now until the end of the year, just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash helmet to enter that sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash helmet to enter. We're also brought to you by our college playoff props contest, $200 gift card to the winner exclusively on the SGPN app. Back to the slate. Uh, you said shark. I'm on Raw, of course. Those are, those are easy plays. Can we move on off this really high-scoring, stackable Bears-Lions game? What's next? Yeah, I mean, you're going to love this next one. It's uh, it's Jacksonville 
at okay. Houstonville. It's going to be a good one. So uh, I'm taking the here's in Houston. Yeah, it's in Houston. Uh, I just wanted to call them Houstonville because I thought it'd be funny. But uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, but, but Texas. But seriously, though, here, folks, uh, Jacksonville on the rise. Houston defense scrappy. It's a low total here, only plus four for Houston. Um, do you think Jacksonville kind of beats them up a little bit here, or is this a, a closer game than we think? It's a closer game than we think because I do believe because this game doesn't mean anything to the Jaguars. It's just like the Titans right now. They're benching all their starters because the game doesn't mean anything. They could win by 100 or lose by 100. Win or lose in week 17 doesn't mean anything because next week, week 18, Jags and and uh, Titans is going to be for all the marbles in the division. So I think the Jags are going to rest starters the same, and I think Houston covers the spread either way because mm-hmm. Houston's a better team against the spread than they are on wins and losses, of course. Oh, for sure. For sure. So does that make kind of like, you know, ETN, Kirk, Zay Jones, are they are they not playable I'm, in DFS, I, or how are you approaching this? I wouldn't say they're not playable, but they're, they're a big yellow light. Like, proceed with caution, because mm-hmm. if they do play, I don't know that they play the whole game. It, the, the, right. This time of year, you're dealing with teams that have motivations of the postseason, and the regular season games that don't mean anything means that they're not going to risk the injury to those players just in case they are going to make a playoff run because all right. they have to do is get into the playoffs and anything can happen. The, the 2007 New York Giants are a testament to that. I would, I would also argue that pulling your starters um, is, a, is a lame duck wounded way to go into the playoffs if you're, you know, uh, anyway. I mean, if you're hurt and you need it to rest. It is, but if yeah. you know you're going to need them for the really well, I mean, Derek Henry, yes. So a lot of the players, yes, I get it. But still, yeah. I don't. Trevor um, Lawrence and Travis Etienne are the ones I'm really worried about. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking of Zay Jones. I got him in one of my my games, but he's also 5K. I think Zay, I think Zay really will, cheap. Yeah. So I think they'll be fine. Yeah. All right. But uh, if they're pulling him for CJ Beathard, then you might want to change your mind. <laughs> yeah. Etienne is 6400. I don't know. Great matchup. It's just tough to. It's tough to. Yeah. Tough, tough to play. Tough to play. Yeah. Okay. Uh, talk about the matchup. It's tough to play. Cleveland. Uh, at Washington, Washington's a minus two home favorite, but the total's only 40 and a hook. So this is one of the lower total games of the, of the week. It's Barf City. I'm taking under. I picked up Washington's defense in the championship round so I could play them against Deshaun Massajmi Watson. Uh, I, I don't know where to go here. I told people to, in my fancy uh, show, the Fancy Millionaires, to cut Antonio Gibson. I mean, maybe you could play him in, in, in upside. He, he's been a little dinged. Yeah, he's just banged up, yeah. You know, got the, the, the knee. You don't like a foot knee heading into the weekend. It's not really great, no. you know. I mean, we no, know And a lot of people are on Brian Robinson, but, I mean, are you on Brian Robinson? Because I'm not. Uh, this game's ugly. It could be a Brian Robinson game. It also could be a, a Jonathan Williams game at 4K. You know, you got to throw the ball a little bit. Uh, you saw that that wounded crazy duck that uh, Carson went through, like the third play he was in when he was getting harassed and harangued by the big men from San Francisco <laughs> last week. It was really funny. It was like one of the. It looked like a bad. I Robinson love. Throw. What is it about Carson Wentz where I just love to see him struggle? It, it he looks big. like a drunken master who's not a master nor drunk. You know what I mean? But he's but stumbling, just, bumbling. Isn't it sadistic bumbling. that I love to see him fail? It's no, so no, it, it moves the needle for all of us. I think, I mean, whenever he put out that picture of him in the cornfield saying he wasn't getting vaxxed, he was just going out to be with his gun or something. I was just like, man, this guy is just not, he doesn't get it. You know, he does not get it. So, um, no, and, and you know what? He, I think this game is a low total. I think this game is going to be like uh, 17 to 10 or 17, 13 or 13 to, you know, 16 or something like that. So I'm not really targeting too many people, but Jahan Dotson has looked like you know he is a value of, at forty six hundred. I'm always He's hunting so those good. those prices. He is a beast. Um, are you going to target some Jahan this week? Hell yeah, hell yeah. The dude's special. He's a great player. He's a first. And the fact that he got too. he got smothered. Amazing that if he played for any other Power Five school besides Penn State with awful awful quarterback play last year. He would have been a top ten wide receiver. He would have been before Drake London with his skill set, uh, because he was open all year last year in at Penn State and just terrible. Some of the worst quarterback play you've ever seen in college was what Jahan Dotson dealt with all of all of last season. 
and he still has the 17th pick in the draft. What does that tell you? The dude's really good. And this, this Washington Commanders team really needs a player like him to stay healthy. And since he's come back from injury, he's been spectacular again. I mean, against, you know, San Francisco, a really top D, you know, against the pass and against wide receivers, he had six and nine, 76 yards and a touchdown. And that little toe tap in the end zone was something special. So um, I'm not against Curtis Samuel. He's at 44. But I, I mean, if I'm going to target anybody, I think here it'll be Dotson getting over the top, getting behind somebody. Uh, big play situation. Um, anybody else there? You, you going Chubb in this matchup? You got you got full Chubb. You got little Chubb. Any Chubb? No Chubb. No, um, I actually think I think the Browns are going to get. I think the Browns are going to get shut down again. Uh, Sean Watson's uh, hopeless. He's he's just not ready to come Chase back. Young's yet, back too, man. He looked good. Chase Young's going to be trying to get him too. Like these guys like, are hungry who'd, for. Who would have thought that that guy, the the living freak that Chase Young is? He comes back and he plays well his first game off of basically almost losing his leg, his, his knee was so mangled. And oh, first game back, and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm fine, totally fine, ready to go. <laughs> I love it. All right, uh, but, let's uh, jump. Yeah, no Browns for me. Yeah, let, and let's jump. Washington defense, maybe uh, maybe with Brian Robinson. Yeah. I have to say. All right, I did. All right, uh, Arizona. All right, one, more, one, more, one more ad read first. Okay. Oh, yeah, 15-minute mark. I missed it. Yeah. We are brought to you. By Underdog Fantasy at Underdog. The season never ends. Right now, you can play their weekly Battle Royale games or even draft your playoff best ball team. They also have a ton of daily games for NBA and NHL. Plus, when you use promo code SGPN at underdogfantasy.com, you get a 100% deposit match up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. I play underdog every day, and I love it. Hey, 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 every day. Um, every day. Question for you. Are you worried about James Conner's illness? Because that guy is the offense right now for the Arizona Cardinals. And that's our next matchup, by the way. Segway. Arizona at Atlanta. Atlanta, three-point favorites at home. What do you think about just riding Conner until he barfs up or, uh, you know, whatever he's got on that way? Bad taste. And the Cardinals, the Cardinals are going to get run off the field in this game. And I hate to say it because both of these teams are kind of a disappointment, but the Cardinals are dead in the water. Like, they've given up. Oh, yeah. If you watch Hard Knocks, that team is done. They they checked out two weeks ago. It's no bueno. And no Kyler Murray. James Conner is their offense. But last week's loss with Trace McSorley back there, McSorley targeted DeAndre Hopkins 10 times and completed one of those passes for four oh, no. yards. Oh, no. And I told everybody to fade Hopkins because McSorley cannot throw the football. And that's what happened. Now that Colt McCoy is back off concussion protocol, I'm back on Nuke Hopkins. I'm I'm lukewarm on Connor because of the illness. I don't know that I want to play him at his price. He's a little bit up there for He's for, seventy-two. Uh, He's expensive. It's expensive for something I, I can kind of see a three or four running backs cheaper than him having better days. So yeah, I'll he'll be in the pool, but I'm not gonna have a ton of James Conner. I'm I'm heavy on Nuke Hopkins, and that's about it on that side. Atlanta's yeah. running game, Tyler Algier, that's the good one, right? Fifty three hundred. I'm gonna be I like heavy, it. heavy, 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 heavy on Tyler Algier this week. Fifty three hundred is a steal. He took Cordero Patterson's job last week. Just yeah. took it. For the rest of the season, you can tell they're making their rookies a priority. Let's see what we got. From Algier, let's see what we got from Desmond Ritter, who looked pretty decent, albeit against a bad defense. Ritter looks good, passing the ball to Drake London. That's what they could see that possibly being a, a combo of the future if Ritter is up to it. They want to know if they can count, they if they need to draft another quarterback earlier in the draft this year, whether it's some good ones, or are they going to stick with Ritter for the time being and build around him? This is this is a team that's in flux. But Algier, twenty touches. He got four targets in the passing game, season high last week. I love it. If Algier gets that kind of volume against this Arizona defense, lights out. That's going to be one of your smash plays of the week. Yeah, no, I think it's a great call. Uh, and then maybe pair him up with the Atlanta defense too. And then you got a little, yeah, you know, cheap cheap D. Atlanta's defense, twenty seven hundred. Yeah. Face off stack for me, Hopkins. Uh, against Algier. 
that's yeah. kind of what I'm I'm doing. It's just one or one one or the other skinny stack it in this game because I don't want to overexpose to a shit fest. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Speaking of a shit fest, on one side it's going to be a total shit fest. Next game, uh, Denver uh, over at Kansas City minus twelve. Now, let me just say, I'm going to point out um, uh, my man Bo McBrayer. Last time that these two teams faced, he called it Russell Wilson's best game of the year. He called it the the they would cover the total, be in the game, and go over. And so, and, and over and everything and, and I, I mean I didn't doubt him. I, wanted, I listened. I predicted Remember. that game with a crystal ball. It was great. So I'm going to put my crystal ball on now. Since you did the last game, um, yeah. I think that Kansas City is going to boat race Denver. I think they're going to put the pedal to the metal defensively. This could be like one of those like 42 to 10 games or like you know 38 to seven games. Um, I really like Kansas City and their defense in this game. They're only 3800, um, but I mean. Russ is not going to cook. Nathaniel Hackett was not holding him back at all. They are together in this no. stew of, of terribleness. So this yeah, is going to be basically, a blowout, basically the the Broncos were they were a ship out at sea with a rum drunk captain, and now they're a, a ship out at sea without any captain. No, but I mean they hate Russell Wilson. I'm not going to follow him. Who are you going to listen to? Well, Jerry Judy loves Russell Wilson. These a lot of these guys today are rallying around Russell Wilson. Oh my gosh! He his, I mean, personality-wise, he's getting too much. He's getting too much criticism on social media for how he's playing. For how he's Hall of Famer losing it in front of us. It's terrible to see. For 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 us on the field, that's what I judge him on. It's just it's sad to see because this is a guy who was a quarterback one for nine straight seasons, and he comes to a new place. With a new exciting start, a huge contract, they they mortgaged the entire farm to get him, and he's been terrible. He's terrible. been awful, and you can't blame all of that on Nathaniel. Well, Hackett, Matthew Hackett. Barry slam dunked on him all week, by the way, and you haven't yeah. seen him. He's telling you about I how did, many millions. I, I thought Hackett was going to be better. He was awful. He got canned probably six weeks too late for, for crying out loud, and. Russell Wilson, it might be that revenge, like, hey, let me prove that it was Hackett and not so much me. Maybe he goes out there against a pretty pretty gettable Chiefs defense that we saw how they did last time. Uh, but I, I love Jerry Judy in this game because you know they're going to be playing from behind, and Jerry Judy is the only guy that can get open on this whole entire offense. But, yeah. yeah, you're right. The Chiefs are going to absolutely massacre the Broncos I, I, this week. I, I mean, they're expensive, but I love Pat Mahomes. Uh, play him. Play oh, him. Yeah. Play him. Play Travis Kelsey. Um, yeah, You can play periphery people, too. I mean, I, I hate yeah. to say it, but I watched MVS drop a long touchdown again. If he catches one of them, we said the same thing <laughs> for, 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 uh, for so long with MVS. And then well, this is with Aaron Rodgers. Remember this? The same thing was happening. Yeah. And then finally, I think it was in the playoffs, he started catching him. So eventually, one of these days, MVS will catch a fucking touchdown. Sorry to the kids. Denny Carter's kids. Well, the, the problem with MVS is he relies in his entire career production has relied on busted coverage. Go routes or no routes. That's how he is. He's going he, out. He does. Yeah, he's running wind sprints. And if they, if they lapse in their zone communication and he – and he breaks the shell of the defense, that's when he's getting his targets. And it's a coin flip on whether he's going to haul them in, even if they're right on the money. Right. So, yes, every once in a while you're going to see an MVS bomb for 70 yards, and he's going he's gonna to look awesome because the dude can absolutely fly. He's a and speed he's, merchant. He's 6'4 and can fly. But as far as the wide receiver skill-wise, he's terrible. No, he's it's not good. Gonna, if he can bust coverage and complete the pass, he's exciting. But that's it. Kelsey's yeah. going to annihilate this Denver defense. It's Kelsey or bust for me, honestly. Um, and then, you know, McKinnon's getting priced up again and again and again. I get it. Uh, Keep playing him. Keep playing yeah, him. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. So nothing nothing really to see there. All right. Um, let's talk about New England uh, at home against a yeah. Teddy Bridgewater Led Miami Dolphins attack forty one and a half. This could be lower. This could be much lower. Um, this this could be thirty seven and a half. I don't know. Uh, what do you think I'll, about Miami? I'm going to smashing so many unders this week. Yeah, tell me about this game because I've got a game theory where this game sucks. <laughs> I agree. Okay. Uh, I think there's there's that, 
And then there's the idea that uh, they kind of let Max Jones play a little bit more street ball. His receivers have gotten healthy the last couple of weeks. And we know Matt Patricia's offense has no brains whatsoever. It's got no common sense to it. He's got no idea what he's doing. Mac Jones is a better offensive coordinator at this point than Matt Patricia. Let Mac Jones call the plays. He's a yeah. smart kid. He he is the he's cut from the same mold as Peyton Manning, where he can do his own thing better than a defensive coach that has a job out of pure being a white guy in the league forever. Uh, that's there's this is a this is a terrible game that on paper is going to be low scoring because Tua is not playing. There's a huge difference. They they didn't win a single game with Bridgewater earlier in the season. They were undefeated with Tua forever, and then winless with Teddy Bridgewater. I think the Patriots win this going away, but it's going to come from Mac Jones actually freelancing and playing a little bit more street football that he's. That he's better at. He's better at doing that than trying to trust the confines of a terribly designed offense. So give me him and Jacoby Myers, a little bit of Kendrick Myers? Bourne. That's a yeah. Jacoby and Kendrick are going to be big plays for me this week because they're super underpriced for what they can do against this defense. Miami's secondary is awful. Bourne. So I I do think Mac Jones is a stackable quarterback. Five K flat. That's cheap. That's dirt cheap. And he's one of the only guys that that in that price range that's been starting all season. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I'm not going to argue with you. I'm not going to play a lot of it, but you know, it's my money. So, uh, you playing Tyreek? Tyreek and Waddle? Uh, you know, um, I'll have a little bit of them. Tyreek's too expensive. Waddle's great. I like the price 7,500. I think I'll have more Waddle, uh, at that yeah. price because with Bridgewater, both of them are going to, I mean, they're the main, you know, attraction, but you saw what Waddle can do. He can do it on a, on a on a reverse. He can do it on a pitch. He can do it on a, a, a handoff. And These Mike, two guys, they're just specialists. McDaniel not quitting. Mike McDaniel ain't quitting. No, no, no. Yeah. They can still make the playoffs with a win here. And yeah. I just don't think it's a great game it's because uh, Teddy's it's not good. The rest of the team around Teddy is good, and we know the Patriots can implode because they've done it half the season. Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of implosion, your boys just gave up an interception right before the half, and and uh, yeah, I know it's more yeah. deck attack. So. Uh, but hey, Dak's gonna put up 35 points, but he's gonna throw like three picks in between. It's <laughs> just wild. it is what it is. Yeah, he's, he's I, the next Jameis Winston out there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, I gotta apologize, you know, and say I didn't, I missed the lowest total in the game. Was I missed this one completely? 38 and a half Indianapolis, uh, going into the New York Giants, and uh, I missed it. I said 42. This is a terrible game. Uh, Giants are five and a half point favorites here. Uh, how are you looking at this matchup? Because they will not play Matt Ryan. To, I mean, does he get a contract bonus if he starts like ten games or something? And then, and then is that is that what's going on here? Yep. Because I, yep. they, literally, they are. It's the same exact thing that happened to Derek Carr. Carr. Bad an eye, not even not bringing him in at all. Nope. Yeah. Nope. It's the same thing with Derek Carr. Last year, the contract uh, or a single year deal like Matt Ryan has is you're you're looking year to year, and they have most of that most of the money tied up in the salary cap part of it is on incentive right so it's it's part of their cap hit regardless like they have to account for him in their salary cap but they don't have to pay him a huge guaranteed chunk if he starts fewer than a certain number of games so there's the the raiders are saving a ton of money and they can cut Carr without cap penalty by doing this after the season if they can't trade him they can cut him outright and they don't owe him any more money because they've already paid him That's uh, the same things happen the same things happen to matt ryan he's already been paid we already took the hit, so let's let's just end the season, get a better draft pick because Nick Foles is awful too. Yeah, and it's been a disastrous year, but the Colts can get some better draft capital and a very strong class in twenty three. Yeah, uh, that's what they're doing. It's it's a it's smart football business. It's Saquon but, season, yeah. is what I'm hearing you telling me. Oh, Sa- dear, Saquon, dear Lord, Saquon at eight K is a smash and a half. Yeah, yeah, it's only sixteen percent rostered right now too, which I think is is not good given the fact that he could go for one hundred and fifteen two tutties. So maybe more. Yeah, I'll say this is the Ian Hartitz helicopter coming into land. Saquon <laughs> Barkley going for two tutties, one one receiving, one one rushing. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you like Hodgins at all? I mean, he's he's you know priced up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, not now. as much as last week. Yeah, the Minnesota matchup was just too kosher. Uh, you know they needed to too pass perfect. The they had to go back. Well, they needed to pass. Team. They needed to pass, 
and Hodgins' role is the middle of the field. And Minnesota cannot cover the middle of the field. They are oh, impossible. Man. They are oh. incompetent in the middle of the field. Oh. This The Colts are actually really strong on the outside. Uh, they're a little bit weaker against the slot. Is but Gilmore they, anybody? <laughs> yeah, he's good. He's really he's good. Got Mike Williams the other day. That's a big hoss right there, my man. Well, That's he and he shut down Jefferson except for the except for a couple of plays. He was he was all over yeah. Jefferson a couple of weeks that, ago. Did that, that that one move though that Jefferson did to him is oh, it's an all time highlight. There's nobody. Like, there is nobody can stop that. Well, what's crazy is that you see Gilmore mimic him right away. As he he, he gets he, he's fooled. His body is in the same motion going back against. Him. They're like dancing. They're just he got that little bit of separation, which is just it's steps, baby. It is steps. So uh, I'm stepping away from this game because um, it's making me sick. Um, yeah, Saquon, another, play Saquon. Yeah, play Saquon. Another game making me kind of sick, but not too sick, but uh, a little sick. It's uh, New Orleans because their offense makes me sick every time it's on the field uh, against Philadelphia. It's six and a half. Tell me why the Eagles <laughs> don't beat them by more than this. It, I mean, you saw that their Minshew's a little oh, bit over prone, but I mean, this isn't Dallas. This is not a high octane offense. This is. Uh, yeah. The red rifle barely being able to shoot at the end of his career. Not great. Not great, folks. There's no reason for Andy Dalton to be playing in the NFL anymore. I concur. And, concur. And Alvin Kamara is suffering from it. Chris Olave has been hurt. Uh, yeah, this, this team is this team's wide receiver one last week was Rashid Shahid, who is an undrafted rookie, who is a kick returner and one trick pony vertical guy until last week. He was their wide receiver one last week, guys. That's how bad the Saints' offense is. Their defense isn't much better. Their defense is the reason they're losing games. And they're, it's just a dumpster fire. They don't even have their own first-round pick. The Eagles have that pick. I know. So the Eagles The Eagles are doing themselves a favor by beating, beating the brakes them. off them. Yeah. But if the Eagles smack them around with Gardner Minshew or Jalen Hurts or whoever, they can play a bunch of backups out there and steam all these Saints. And get and make and make their make time, their pick. second first round their 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 second first round pick is going to be better, but for doing it, that's how this. hilarious. It's a great story. Hilariously bad. Yeah, it's how bad the Saints situation is. They have well, no talent and they have no picks. And by the way, Alvin Kamara is dealing with a quad injury, and that's the thing. Right, Qu- quads it's are from good. Carrying the champ team <laughs> or running, you need a quad it's from to carrying get... the team by himself. It's not good. I mean, even even. You know, Taysom Hill, you can't play him except as a quarterback. Uh, he's still 49. I mean, you can't. It's just not good. Minshew, though, I like he. Oh, yeah. I like he. I like he. And then we saw last week, A.J. Yeah. Brown's okay. He's good. He's a little banged up now with his own issue. But Devonta Smith, wheels up, man. Wheels up. Talk Slim about Devonta Smith. Reaper. Yeah. Uh, he's Heisman he's Trophy one winner. of the yeah, runaway Heisman Trophy winner. Yeah. One of the most productive seasons in the history of college football Le for a wide receiver. Oh, but he's too skinny. You can't touch him. Nobody, he's not been hurt this in his career because you cannot touch him. He gets separation off the line in a snap. He runs all the routes. He gets open on every corner he faces from the slot or out wide. It doesn't matter. He's untouchable. He's He is Slenderman. He's out there invisible. And Gardner Minshew can hit him. We saw the second half where he he lit the Cowboys up last week in the second half. They could not cover him. And most most corners cannot cover Devontae Smith. And as great as A.J. Brown is, he's too expensive this week for what he's dealing with. And so it's, again, even at 7,100, I'm all over Devontae Smith. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm going to sneeze. So hold on. I'm going to – <laughs> All right, uh, Paulson and Debo. Yeah, it looks like you're about to sing a really hard ballad. <laughs> I would do anything for Chuck. Well, I would do anything to get my guy uh, Paulson and Debo covering anybody I'm, I want. He is 113th out of 116th in, in in the defensive uh, coverage here, uh, which is not good. Uh, you know, defensive period overall 116th out of 121st. But wait, Scott, there's got to be more. No, there is more on the other side. There's Taylor, uh, uh, Alante Taylor, and and he uh, he only ranks 95th, which is not good either. So I like both of these these corners on on my guy. 
you know, so that's just that's just how I go. Yeah. You know, Slam so Reaper going, all day, every day. Yeah. Yeah, let's play him in like beyond. ninety sixty nine percent of our builds. So. Two infinity and beyond. I had him in sixty percent of my lineups alongside Hodges last week and it paid. It paid. Yeah. I like it. All right, let's jump to our next game. Carolina going into Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay three point favorites here, and the total is forty and a hook. Um, t- tell me why they don't just run the football all over Tampa Bay and just do that again. That's all they do. They just run the football. I mean, you can't trust Sam Darnold. Yeah. Are they going to run the football sixty times again? On the flip side, Sam Darnold's been pretty damn good. <laughs> I know, I know, he's but they're not, the most, they're not. He's he's one of the most efficient quarterbacks since he took the job in the NFL, the whole NFL. Like well, it's I mean, Mahomes and Darnold next to each other in efficiency. So he, he needs to yes. be keep his job. Right. Well, no, he doesn't. That Not really, anymore. He doesn't. But he, yeah. But but, but yeah, now for, he's got for his next job, for his next right. job, yes. Right. He needs for to show job, people this is his next day. This game, this game is for the division virtually. This is right. for the NFC South. If the Panthers win, they'll still have to win again next week. But if the if the Bucks win, they win the division. But the Panthers win, they got the tiebreaker. And this is for all the marbles. Give me, give me the, give me the Bucks passing attack because they just the, the Panthers just lost J.C. Horn to a broken wrist. That's Ooh, humongous. That. that is terrible news. Ding, ding, ding. So, yeah. yeah. If you're waiting for what eight weeks for Mike Evans to do just something, this might this be it. <laughs> this is it. He's sixty-five hundred. He's super cheap. But I'm even more in love with the middle of this field where the weakness of the Panthers has always been with Chris Godwin and Russell Gage. Mm. Tom Brady's going to have a huge game in this one. Tom Brady, 6,100. He might be the nuts. Nuts. Double stack him. No runsy backsies. No runsy backsies. You don't need DJ Moore in this lineup. He's he's fine. He's paid off the last two weeks. Just let it roll with a double stack box lineup. Ignore that Fournette and Rashad White chalk. You don't want it. Just the passing game. Short passing game. If there's one thing the Panthers can still do, it's rush the passer with Brian Burns and company. Tom Brady gets rid of the ball so fast. It's going to be short passes to the middle of the field. Godwin and Gage. There are um, not a lot of chalk in this game right now. 8% for more. 7% Godwin. 6% uh, Fournette. Bucks D5. Four three. I mean, nobody. Tom Brady's got three percent chalk. So, yeah, I like it. Tom okay. Brady, guys. Tom Brady. Yeah. All right. My wife asked me a question. She said, "Would you play Geno Smith against New York Jets?" I said, "I would not." Hell no. I would Hell not. No. I know she's she's got to play Daniel Jones play, against India. I'd rather so. play Mike White. On, on would you rather play Mike White or would you rather play Daniel Jones? This week, Daniel Jones. Okay. On a, on a neutral week, it would be it would be Mike White. Yeah, Daniel, Jones, Daniel Jones this week. Yeah, yeah, Daniel Jones this week for sure. Yeah, and she's gonna have to do that because I told her don't touch Gino. Um, with, with that being Gino's said, shut down. Yeah, are, are you learning? Uh, learning? Are you learning? Yeah, you're learning. Are you leaning? Are you learning? Are you learning? Are you leaning Kenneth Walker in this because I, I don't I don't really see the offense running through Geno being that successful. But, I mean, maybe it's just a New York Jets to the moon defense. Ignore everybody yeah. on the other side. Is that, is that kind of how you're thinking about this? It is, but I also kind of like no offense because we saw last week the Jets don't cover tight ends that well. That's true. I, That's mean, true. I mean, I, I kind of kind of like ate my words with, with uh, predicting the Jets covering tight ends better than they actually did. I would just say this. When I went on Fancy Pros this week with Joe Pizzapia and Erickson, I did ask them if they made Fancy Pros made a hat that you could eat, yeah. uh, an edible yeah. hat. And then Joe Pizzapia said guy. he's going to get the big one. The, the, you know. yeah. I said, he hey, has you, my address. He can yeah. get my address. I, work I hope he sends I work it to you. <laughs> We're coworkers. I hope he sends me a giant hat to eat for yeah. for uh, saying Evan Ingram would, would get shut down by the Jets. But, yeah, no offense. Yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not in love with it. I, I'd rather fade the Seahawks altogether because they haven't covered the spread in six straight games. No, they're not. The Jets, they're, they're waning. They're waning. So I just made a comparison where I I want Mike White. I want Garrett Wilson. I want Bam Knight. This this offense goes from eating arsenic on purpose because Zach Wilson's their quarterback. <laughs> right. To to it goes from the the poison pill to the elixir from Zach Wilson to Mike White. 
where he, where Zach Wilson kills every skill player on the Jets offense, Mike White saves them. He is the drink of water. He is the oasis. Garrett Wilson at was it fifty five hundred this week? He's going up against a red number. The Seahawks are technically fourth against wide receivers. Pretty good. I think that they have good. They have a good safety. They have Tariq Woolen. Woolen's pretty they good, have, right? Woolen's good. Their their safety. I forget his name. Their free safety is awesome. He's the he's the top rated safety in PFF. Uh, but Garrett Wilson and Mike White are going to shred this secondary. Garrett Wilson is a leverage pick. He's not going to be highly owned. He's going to go bananas in this game. Quandre Diggs is forty fifth, but he's pretty good. No, not Diggs. The other one. Well, there's no one else on Diggs, that. Diggs is the strong safety. Uh, well, the other guy might be hurt because right now it's just no, showing. He's, he's there. Paper. I just saw it on their page. I'm no, just looking. Paper. I'll look at the. I'm on PFF right now. I'll, I'll keep looking. I'll look at the defense. I'll look at their safety. Oh, uh, Jamal Adams? No, he's out. Ryan Neal. No. There you go. Yeah, he wasn't Neal. there. For some reason, he wasn't Neal. there. Ryan Neal was on there. Yeah. yeah, Neal is the number one BB in, for PFF. I think he's an 86 score. Yeah, he is. He 85.6. Yeah. Woo, yeah, that's no. nice. Yeah, no, he's a beast. So, However, Garrett Wilson's still going to eat. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, his volume. He's going to eat the, you know, for sure. So, um. Yeah, I, I like it. What, what about running back? Is there any, you know, Bam Knight, any Michael Carter? The book 5,100. I, I prefer Knight. Uh, he was averaging 15 points a game with Mike White, and they went to 2.3 and 2.3 under Zach Wilson. Like mm-hmm. I said, poison pill. Literally oh, yeah. arsenic. Yeah, death everybody by on that offense. Zach Wilson's. Yeah. So. And, yeah, that, that was the kind of analogy I went, because, you know, his mom – replied to that dm saying that the fan base was too toxic for any quarterback to succeed in that market and no it's like no zach wilson poisoned the jets more than the fan base poisoned zach wilson uh, you know what I, I i uh am glad we're jumping away from this game because that's hot hot <laughs> fire there in new york uh we're jumping into las, las vegas here like we talked about you know pulling their starting jared Sidham. let's look at the 49ers right. defense 15% rostered. It's going to be the nuts. It, uh, it should be 30. It, it should yeah. be 30. It's 2,900. You got to go for it against uh, uh, Stidham. They're Stidham. going to rip Jarrett Stidham in half. <sighs> Serenity now. I'm going to build with this. Here's, here's what here's said Jarrett Stidham. Here's your perspective on Jarrett Stidham. He was bad at Auburn. Mm. Under Gus Malzahn, Ooh. Under Gus Malzahn, who's the most quarterback-friendly system in college football, makes everybody look good. Made their quarterback this year, uh, their quarterback uh, in college, Malzahn, he coaches for uh, either Ole Miss or somebody like that. Not, not Ole Miss, they played Ole Miss. Either way, I can't think of the school, but Gus Malzahn's offense made Plumley, this random guy who transferred out of Oregon, look amazing. He made Jared Stidham look really below average <laughs> and then Jared Stidham goes to the Patriots doesn't start a single game because he's awful he and now he's on the really race hell. well and now he's he got he followed Josh McDaniels over and as we've seen Josh McDaniels is not a good coach no no and well, he benched Derek Carr because to save salary cap I guess that's the only reason he would do it but I mean, if Just Christian McCaffrey's terrible. okay, I'm playing Christian McCaffrey if he's okay, uh, and the and the and the D. And if he's not okay, uh, I mean, is it TDP? It's TDP. Uh, McCaffrey is okay. Okay. I don't know if he's a good play though. I don't know if yeah. he's a good play. He's not. He, he's fine. Health rostered right now. I'd fade that. But we're not talking enough about the anti-Jimmy Garoppolo effect on George Kittle. Well, oh, I love that, George that, Kittle. Remember 2018? That was the year that Jimmy Garoppolo tore his ACL. They yeah. had Nick Mullins and C.J. Beathard, and that was the year George Kittle was just ballistic. He, he, he scored all the touchdowns. He had the most yak yards in the NFL. He was unstoppable. Jimmy Garoppolo is healthy the next year. He's silent. 
his yards per reception goes it cuts in half under Jimmy Garoppolo. He's in there blocking. He's not running all the routes. He George Kittle is a shell of himself with Jimmy Garoppolo on the field. We got excited because Trey Lance was the starter to start the season. He breaks his ankle in week two. We're back to Jimmy G and George Kittle back to blocking. Ever since Jimmy Garoppolo went down and we have Brock Purdy in there, guess what happened to George Kittle? He's, He's a tight again. end one again. He's amazing, guys. He's scoring touchdowns from all over the field. Play George Kittle. Stack yes. him with Brock Purdy if you want. But George no, I... Kittle and the San Francisco defense against an awful, horrendous Raiders defense. Yeah. Oh, my God, George Kittle. Yes. Yeah, forever. And, and 5,900. 5,900. He's got 40-point upside. This Play is – holy crap, George Kittle. Yes. <laughs> No, I'm with you. And it's it's all Jimmy G's fault. It's all Jimmy G's fault. That's good. good that we ever that we ever doubted Kittle. Yeah. Um, all right. We've got two games left, and then we'll get you home. Uh LA Rams hosting the LA Chargers. And oh no, I'm kidding. The Chargers are hosting the Rams. Wait, no, they're in the same. Wait, no, it's the Char I'm hey, ah, no, Chargers are home. But I mean, wait, but they're both home. Who uses the away locker room here? It's it's the, the Rams. Rams. Yeah, since yeah. the Rams do. But um, actually, they have their own locker rooms anyway. Right. So, so it's, it's, they use their <laughs> they're, they're gonna use they're gonna use their own locker rooms. It's home cooking for both teams. the The Rams will be wearing the road white uniforms. Yes, six and a half for the Chargers. Playoff bound Chargers, by the way. Yep. Uh, Finally. They're kinda, yeah, they're, they're kind of all their pieces are back. They're they're on all cylinders here, which is where you want to be going into the playoffs. They're on a winning streak. Herbert's won uh, three or four in a row, right? So, uh, how are you? How, how are you looking at Keenan Allen? He's he's only seven thousand. I don't, I don't I don't understand. You play Keenan Allen, but I'm really afraid to play anybody else because of them clinching already. This game means yeah. nothing to them. They they're locked into their seed basically. There's no reason for them to push things with Eckler or Herbert. You think they'll Keenan they'll, Allen? I think uh, Keenan Allen will stay out there. Yeah, if, if they're if they're if they're ahead on the Rams, which I expect them to be, then yeah. But if it's a close game, then we're fine. Yeah. Well, I mean, Eckler does have the knee that popped up. He was limited in practice. You know, today. I know. that's the one guy I can see them pulling for Joshua Kelly. Yeah. Uh, early so on, many touches. Makes a lot sense. less. Yeah, you just and need to be banged up to go to the playoffs. This game so, is just gross. It's it's too much uncertainty for me. Not enough edge for it to go with it. Yeah, I, I really like the narrative that they they pull back a little bit too, um, having resting some players. Unfortunately, it is is what's happening. Even though I'm against it, uh, with with Eckler having an injury, you don't want to press him. So uh, if, if that's the case, then I mean, you know, you look at the value fifty three hundred for for Kelly, kind of expensive. But uh, if he gets the lion's share of the goal line, or if he gets the the passing down work too. He can, he Don't can do there. it. Don't do it. I, I'm going to tell you one play that I'm definitely playing. Yes. He was the running back one overall last week. Oh, Cam Akers. Oh, yeah. Cam Akers against this front. That's your nuts right there. 6,100 yeah, Cam Akers is a little expensive for a lot of people's taste because that Cam Akers name throws off a lot of like flashbacks to bad memories earlier in the season and it last hurts. year. It hurts. It, yeah, it's too much pain. They still cringe when they hear the name. Cam Akers is still really good at football, guys. And he's staying on the field. He's getting tons and tons of volume. He's scoring touchdowns. He had three last week. This Chargers defense can't stop the run. Yeah. Cam Akers is going to get 25, 30 carries in this game. You bet your britches he's getting 100 yards and probably a touchdown or more. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like it. All right. Last game, and then we'll get you out of here. Uh, this is... The Green Bay Packers hosting the Minnesota Vikings. Packers Woo! three and a half point favorites here. Is this because Minnesota doesn't have anything to play for? Um, uh, I mean, how are you approaching this game? Let's talk running backs first of all, because Aaron Jones is is a little banged up. They got AJ Dillon. There's a thirteen hundred dollar price difference between the two. Uh, are you fading Jones and kind of leaning Dillon now that we're into the cold weather? Grind him out, beat him up, kind of tough football. Oh yeah, Dillon's a top five running back this week. Top five. Yeah. And He's already out of my home two. league. He's already in the in yeah. the home league. I took Aaron Jones out and put AJ Dillon in already. But Aaron yeah. Jones Aaron Jones isn't healthy. Yeah. That helped that helps Dylan already. And it's getting colder and colder. The Vikings 
we know how bad their pass defense is. So Aaron Rodgers is going to get some attention. Uh, Christian Watson's still not practicing. I don't know if he plays. Either way, though, I'm playing Romeo Dobbs. Yeah. Romeo Dobbs this week. 4,700. He's, he's your Hodgins. I'm telling you right now, your Hodgins of the week mm. is Romeo Dobbs. And A.J. Dillon is a top five running back this week because even though the Vikings, we know their pass defense is really, really bad, and we, we think of their run defense as better. It is better, but it's still only 21st in the league. So uh, play A.J. Dillon with extreme confidence and Dalvin Cook as well. Dalvin yeah. Cook, you're, you're, it's going to be really tough to build a lineup with Justin Jefferson in it, especially against a very tough bike, uh, Packers secondary. He went nuclear in week one. We have 42 points on DraftKings in week one against this defense. But Jair Alexander wasn't playing in that game, was he? I'm not afraid of Jair Alexander at all. At all. I, Just, you should Jeff. respect him, though. Jefferson I mean, can thinking, barbecue him. However, yeah. it does limit what Jefferson can do to pay off at 9500 I, I agree with you at that. I just I, I do think though the last three weeks he's hit over thirty. I don't think he's going to do that again. I could see him getting 21, no, 20, 20 to twenty five, and that does yeah. not get you there at ninety five hundred. And this is a this is kind of like oh I'm not fading him, but I'm also not playing a bunch of him. I agree. I'm not going to miss out. I'm not, not going to miss out on JJ because he's too he's good. Expensive. He's, he's on so pace. Yeah. He's on pace for two thousand yards as I predicted. Right. Right. And, but the, the play of the week for the Viking side is Dalvin Cook at 7K flat. That's way too cheap. Against yeah. The Packers run defense, that's terrible. Well, what about what about Hawkinson at 5,400? Oh. Oh. Okay, I might have Packers, to stack Hawkinson. And, and, Packers uh, are surprisingly good against tight ends. Their whole pass defense is strong. I get that. But, man, Hawkinson, he looked great last week, too. So I'd rather know. play Kittle for a little bit more. I'll play them both. I'll play them both. Double stack them. I'm playing Kelsey and Kittle. Oh, that'd Kelsey be great. I love that too. So um, on that note, uh, he is Bo underscore big time. Bo McBrayer on Twitter. Go follow him. He'll be eating a hat, a fancy pros hat, hopefully soon. Uh, I am Scott Simpson, Nibble W numbers on Twitters. Uh, please do follow us, like, and subscribe. We'll be back tomorrow talking chalk block with Run the Sims as always. Uh, and I have to say, uh, go football. Because uh, that's what we love here. We love football. I'm watching football. 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 Championship.